0: This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who would describe our podcast as Substack meets Masterclass meets The Economist meets New Yorker, Ryan Nelson. I really thought you were going to describe us as the Disgusting Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I thought about that. That was a way to go. I had a couple of options, but I did not go down that road. Right yes. now. <laughs> Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you are new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the first episode of the final season of Succession titled The Munsters on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Man Traction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, 5 10 or $20 level. When you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. You can support us at a $3 level, $5 level. It does not matter. Any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free on the Patreon app. If you can not be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can leave us a five star rating, and if you have time, you can write us your review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to interact with the show, send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love any questions. We'd love to hear any questions you might have, any thoughts, any concerns, anything that you just like to add to the conversation. We would love to hear those, so go to your email and send us an email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, so we are discussing the uh, final the, the first episode of the final season of Succession. Uh, been quite the ride. We did a long, like, two-and-a-half-hour podcast on the entire first three seasons of this, right about this time last year, now I think yeah, about it. Yeah, cool. uh, so uh, here we are a year later discussing the final season. Uh, let's just go ahead and talk real quick about uh, just some— what were your thoughts in general about what you kind of were expecting coming to this and what we actually saw. Well, I just accidentally
1: distracted you by hitting the (laughs) hearts on the reaction on, on Skype. And that would be my reaction to this episode. There were (laughs) hearts everywhere. There were. This has been the best show on TV for like the last four seasons that it's been on. Yeah. And it picked up right where it left off and boy, they came out guns blazing. Uh, The siblings somewhat working together. Yeah, somewhat working together. There could be something there. And Logan Roy ends pissed off, and that's a scary place to end.
0: Yeah, it is. And that's like, which is surprising because I didn't really know how they were going to start this season because the last thing that we see at the end of season three is you've got the three kids are just kind of, you know, in in like shells of themselves because they've been defeated Mm -hmm. so badly because they tried to make a play on their father. And it it fails miserably. I mean, it fails absolutely miserably. Uh, So, like I said, I wasn't really sure. So, obviously, Logan has all the power in his hands. He's got everything. He's got the, the deck of cards dealt in his favor completely. But the problem is, and this is kind of what I was wondering, the one thing, even though it doesn't show up just real well, and even though he has a weird way of, trying to express it he loves his kids he does he loves his kids Does he though? i, I, know, I think he does and yeah. the problem is i think he loves them but i think he is so very insanely disappointed in them i think that is the problem yeah i could definitely see that yeah, yeah. uh they are not the children that he wanted them to be that's the mm-hmm. not that is the issue i think that he has and he is constantly dealing with that, and so because he has basically had to screw his children over at the end of season three, they hate him now. I mean, they've, they've they yeah. kind of always have hated him. I mean, right. let's just be perfectly honest; they've kind of always have hated him, but they mm-hmm. really hate him now. And yeah, so like, if, correct me if I'm wrong, because you have uh, you saw this more than I did. Uh, you saw this at the beginning. They the, this show started with a birthday party for him, didn't it? Yep, yeah. And so we're starting with the birthday party again. Yeah. Are we is it supposed to be only one year later? I don't know. I don't know how long it's supposed to have been since then. So I'm not really. Yeah. But not, you're right. That's how it started. Was that Logan's birthday party? So I think it's just. I think it's very fitting that they are starting this final season at another birthday yeah, party. Yeah. I
1: think so too. And he looks absolutely miserable.
0: He does. I mean, look, it's, I'm sure you watched the thing at the end of it on HBO yeah. Max. They said this, at, you know, in that thing, it's the saddest birthday party ever. Mm-hmm. It, I agree. I mean, there's nothing going on. Nobody seems to just be real. Everybody seems, everybody who is there seems to be there because they're supposed to be there. I mean, it's kind of one yeah. of those things. And, except Greg's date. Except Greg's date, <laughs> which we will talk about here in a little bit. I love Greg. Uh, yeah. But at the end of this, you know, He's having this birthday party, and they don't say how old he is. They don't really give us a true definition for how much time has passed. But at this birthday party, he has... He doesn't have three of his kids there because they they hate him and they're trying to right. they're trying to backstab him. So, uh, like I said, it's a it's a really great episode just because they are picking up right where they left off. It takes a second to kind of get your bearings on where everything actually is. Yeah. Uh, I was a little, I was a little confused about just where the kids were, what they were doing, but they they do such a good job of kind of explaining it. Look, I don't know what this thing that the 100 was going to... There's always a real-life parallel. Uh, I don't yeah. know what the 100 is supposed to be a parallel of, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, because, like, you know, you could look at the Ringer-type sh- something yeah. like that. It wasn't surprising. But, me, like, no. the Ringer is not as political. No, it's not. But they kind of acted like they were doing everything else in right. politics. So, yeah, I don't know. Puck News is probably what yeah. they're... That's, that's been the big thing, and they've been getting more popular.
0: That's I bet probably, that's it's probably what it is. I have to guess. And, and they
1: have a lot of podcasts. They have a lot of you know Substack and stuff like that. That's probably who it is. It's probably Puck News who's really gained steam the last couple, of, like the last year, really.
0: Yeah, I bet that's what it is. Then that would be my guess as well. So, uh, but like I said, it's just the setup of it is it's it's a brilliant setup because you have mm-hmm. the kids who are they're getting ready to start their own thing, but these this family is so awful and they are so yeah terrible the idea of being able to backstab their father completely makes them refocus what they're getting ready to do right and you got the feeling that
1: roman was full on the hundred oh yeah mm-hmm. he wanted to make this work he wanted a legacy for himself and uh what's his name uh kindle right? Kindle and and Shiv are kind of ready to go, but they're always doing something else too, right. you know, because they're not fully on board.
0: And like you said, they're wanting to screw their dad and yeah. Tom. And that's and that's that's just kind of what the the problem that these these characters have is. And as weird as it is. Look, I think part of the reason why Kindle and why not Kindle, why uh, Roman is not so enthralled with this idea of going after peers again, because let, let's just go ahead and talk about that again. It, it, yeah. This show—that's one of the things that they constantly do. They always go back to the same stuff, right? Uh, you know, it was—they spent like, all of season two trying to acquire peers, if, if, mm-hmm. uh, and they they end up failing miserably in trying to get, uh, to acquire peers. And so now that apparently they're getting ready to sell it to Goja, that's where we ended season three of. I was wondering if that was going to be finalized coming into this, and it is not the case. They, they're 48 hours away from finalizing the sale of, of Royco uh, yeah. Roy Waystar to, to Gojo. So they're not there just yet, but they're about to be. And now that he's going to get ready to sell it, Logan wants something else to do, and he wants to go after Just Once again, he wants to – and it's it's this whole – it's this ego thing. I mean, that's what's right. so interesting about this, about this show is – He, the man has accumulated millions of, of, excuse me, billions Billions. upon billions of dollars, and he makes really bad decisions, and his children Mm -hmm. make really bad decisions because they are so ego driven. And that's just what is just so fascinating about this entire family and this entire show. To be honest,
1: so I've got a question for you. Uh Did Tom tell Shiv so they would get involved? was this like an apology move by him?
0: I don't know. that was interesting. Yeah, I know. That was kind of the thing because he makes the call to her. And honestly, that's a really good question. I, I didn't know how to, how to gauge that because yeah. he makes the call to Shiv that he, he is meeting with, he has this meeting with uh, uh, what's her name? Dan. Yeah, Dan Pierce, who was uh, Kendall's girlfriend, who was Kendall's yeah. girlfriend in, throughout basically all of season three. Right. And Wait no, Cherry Jones is a man. She is. Uh, so what's the
1: is she a man too?
0: I can't remember. They're they're very similar names. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see, let's Naomi. see. Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. First. So Naomi is. He has this meeting with her, and it's like this is the first time we get any can I, any any conversation between the two that's it's just this very interesting we start to kind of figure out obviously they're not really together anymore shiv and tom aren't because it becomes very apparent at the end of season three that tom sells out shiv so that he can get in cahoots with roy uh, i'm sorry with logan and this is where their relationship is and it like i said i don't know what to make of that i don't know why he ended up calling her i don't it could be you know, he's thinking about the uh, upcoming divorce because it seems pretty obvious that these two are going to get divorced. Yeah. Uh, so if he if he's trying to, like, you know, make sure that he has it on good terms, you know, that I did inform my wife that this was taking place. That I don't know. Like I said, it could be a play for there because they are always, everyone in the show is always thinking about something else.
1: And they're weird. I know we'll talk about the last scene. I, I don't know if they both, want, I think they're both supposed to want a divorce.
0: I don't know. I I can't decide on them. I think they. Well, let's get to that in a little bit. Let me think about it. Let me think about that before we get there. So we'll talk about that when we get to the end. Because, like I said, that's it's complicated. That's very complicated. I think that's going to be. I honestly think that coming in, I wasn't thinking this coming into the season, but just based off of what we saw, like when they showed the uh, on this season of Succession, things that we're going to see. It really feels like the relationship of Shiv and Tom is going to have a huge a part yeah. of this. It might like, yeah. be like the main vehicle in mm-hmm. which we view this season from. I've, I could see that, yeah. So like I said, I wasn't really expecting that coming into the season. So uh, but so uh they're at different spots. So Logan is getting ready to try to buy Piers because this is what he wants to basically do. He wants to kind of ground them into the, to the dust is what he wants to do. It's yeah. just one act, final act of revenge because he hates the Piers family so much. And you've got the the siblings, the three siblings, who when they are on the same page, they are so much fun to watch. Right, they are. And that's the one thing that kind of gets lost is because they are so often at each other's throats throughout most of this yeah. si- the show. But when they and you
1: gotta love, and you gotta love that they think they could do good with the Pierce news. Oh yeah, they do. They that think they could change media. They can, they can,
0: they can expand on the Pierce network. Well, that's, uh, but that's kind of the, the problem. I think that this, the, the, that the overall, the overarching problem that this entire family has is they are so, once again, they are so ego driven that they're basically wanting to purchase a dying media brand yeah. and they want to try to revitalize it instead of just starting something new and starting fresh, which is right. honestly, which is, I, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect uh, Roman to kind of be like the smartest one of the bunch, and I kind of think he is at this point. Yeah, I think he is for sure. Yeah, and I yeah, yeah. did not see that when I first started watching. Yeah, the show. I agree. I agree. I, like I said, he did not come across intelligent at all, but he has grown so much as a character, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that Jerry helped guide him along the way. Right. So yeah. I'll be see what he does in this season without having Jerry's influence over him because mm-hmm. she they don't talk at all throughout the course of this episode. Yeah, they don't and
1: J- J- jerry frank and carl still bickering that's and right. all
0: trying to take over <laughs> yeah that's one of the, i love that I love little the, dynamic yeah yeah their dynamic between the, the three of them is just so incredibly good uh but like i said so they're they're talking about starting this thing called the hundred and the moment that shiv gets that call from tom and it, it comes apparent that they're getting ready that logan's getting ready to buy peers from uh the Piers family again they immediately change directions. And like I said, Roman is kind of hesitant. Now, part of it, is, yeah. I think, is it's the smart move not to go down this dying media brand. I think that's part of right. it. But I think the other part of it is he doesn't they, – they kind of call each other out. They, they all had – they're all flawed and they all have their own problems. He doesn't want to go up against his dad because he knows his dad has never lost. I mean, right. and so that that's a scary thing. You know, if, if, if you want is. to go up against your dad and you're going to fail because everybody else has failed in the in the, in well, the past. I,
1: as, uh, uh, oh man, Matthew McFadden, uh, Tom pointed out in season, the last season right. that, you know, I've never once seen your dad get screwed.
0: Yeah. I think he, that's what he says to, that's what he says to Roman. And, that was that that was like in the penultimate or the ultimate or the Yeah, it was finale. that
1: scene in the diner with uh Kendall and him. Yeah, that's right. So Isn't it crazy, man, and like we hit record on podcasts, I can't remember in these characters' names. I'm out in public, I can remember
0: everyone's name, character oh, no, name. Yeah, but once you start talking about it on the show, it's like, oh, know, who are I'm the like, people? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, these people, oh, Kendall! Yeah, yeah. These, these people, there's a lot of people on the show, so there's a lot of oh, people yeah, to keep up is, with. Yeah. Uh, but it's just an interesting, like I said, it's it's just so interesting to watch these, these characters who are so flawed and have such yeah. problems that they're willing to make really dumb moves, because, I mean, the main reason why Kendall wants to do this is because he wants to screw over his dad. Cause he hates yeah. his dad. And Roman calls him out on that. And he calls out Shiv because the reason she wants to do it, is because she wants to screw over Tom and he calls right. her out on that. And they are both calling him out on the fact that he's just too scared to go up against their father. So there yeah. are so many issues. And then Logan's got yeah. the problem of just wanting to just screw over Peter. So yeah. none of these people are making probably smart decisions, but they're all so incredibly successful. It's just, uh, it's just a weird dynamic. Yeah. Uh, but that takes us to, like, I said, so that's kind of the setup of this thing. Were you surprised that they brought Piers back into this?
1: No, like you mentioned, man, it always seems to come back. Like, Stewie has come back several times. Right. and we'll see him uh, again, too. <laughs> yeah, and we saw, uh, I can't think of his name, the guy that, uh, that, uh, what was this, the guy that Shiv had the affair with? He's in the trailers for coming. Yeah, up. I can't
0: remember who. I know who you're talking about. He was yeah, from the Nate, first, uh, Nate. Nate. Was yeah, the it was Nate. Nate. Yeah, you're right. So it's
1: like you know they're good about bringing like stuff
0: back. Right. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Uh, I wasn't too terribly surprised. I was a little surprised it came this yeah. quickly and this early. I mean, I really. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. They got into like the the thick of this plot pretty quick in this. Like so mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. them to like have a full on like confrontation with their father this early on in the season, but they do. So. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the birthday party a little bit real quick. All right, as we said at the beginning of the show. Saddest birthday party ever. Uh, nobody seems to just be real happy, except for Greg. And let's let's talk about Greg because I <laughs> oh, love Greg. Yes. Greg is my the, favorite subject. He is the most normal person in the entire show, and that yeah. makes him the biggest like sore cool. thumb in the entire yeah. show as well.
1: Yeah, he brought a girl with a purse that any of our spouses would kill. <laughs> Not they
0: would. They would actually kill. And them. they all make fun of her, you know, for having that normal purse. Yes, they would all make fun. They all completely, like, go after his his date because she brings this person and the person uh this is bridget who is played by francesca root uh dodson uh so we fantastic were
1: fantastic work by her yeah
0: she like she didn't have, she didn't have a whole lot to do in this but when she the little bit that she does is just well, really she, good she made
1: me so anxious when she said well i went and asked logan for, for a selfie. selfie
0: i was laughing i was like so much. oh my god <laughs> Who would ask Logan <laughs> Roy for a selfie? Well, I mean, that's just kind of you know you think it's a famous person, and like we think of famous people, that's what you do. But this isn't this isn't the normal I kind of famous. I
1: would ask Brian Cox for a selfie if I ran well, into Oh, This is it's true. Just,
0: it's <laughs> uh, but we were talking before the sh- before we started recording. If we think that this might be Stephen Root's daughter, uh, but we're not one hundred percent positive about that. But we think that's there's a possibility that this could be uh, Stephen Root's daughter.
1: Jeans, if it is.
0: Yes, excellent jeans, if it is. But. So he brings this date in, and like he just thinks, you know, I'm going to a birthday party. It's a plus one. I'm bringing a girl that I'm interested in. And immediately when Logan sees her, he's like, Who is that? And because you can't, in this world, you can't just have a date. You've got to like vet everybody for who they might be connected to. If they might have some, if this might be somebody related to a corporate raider, you can't just go have a date. And Greg, that's all Greg wants to do. He just wants to have a date, and he can't do that. It
1: appears Greg is. Uh, adding a lot of numbers to his uh, his conquerors. Uh, yes, he is as one of the disgusting brothers. That's uh, right. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, the date is acting up as well.
0: Taking selfies right. in the bathroom, stealing
1: towels. Wasn't that the thing?
0: Well, uh, no, he was. She was just using them, so they were all. They were also they're the decorative oh, okay. towels that weren't supposed to be used. Like, okay, I got you. It's okay. it's it's a classic case of somebody being thrust into. A a social situation that they are not comfortable with and not understanding the you know the unwritten rules right. the faux pas and the, she's just breaking all of them because she doesn't yeah. this isn't a world that she's familiar with so she doesn't know how to act in it it's what we would do if we were in the same situation oh, absolutely <laughs> right. towels it, are there yes. you use them to wipe your hands right no yes. those are the decorative towels uh, yes. so like I said I I love Greg he is just fantastic yeah. and like I said because what what's great about his character is He is the closest thing to just a normal person that we have on this show. And we kind of get to live vicariously through him in this world of billionaires through Greg.
1: And Greg, the Greg and Tom scenes are always just the funniest thing ever. Oh, Tom are. just, you know, making fun of him about you know, and I don't even know was Tom being serious about like him recording everything.
0: I don't know. Let's talk about that again. But, but let's go and talk about they've given themselves a nickname. They are now the disgusting brothers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Greg is
1: full on this. I don't know how much Tom. is This is in true.
0: On it. Yeah, I don't know how how much on, on in on it is he he is either. So. But we get this scene where the two of them are talking. And these it's like you mentioned; these are the the best scenes like of the entire show when these two are talking. Uh, and he's describing the, basically that you know he kind of fooled around with his date in one of the rooms. And Tom's like, dude, the, he's got he's got cameras all over the place. And I don't know how serious he was. He confesses it to Logan, and like Logan has a problem with it. But and like they like kick his date out, and like Greg is just like. Well, you know, Logan. Logan had a smile on his face when he told him he was disgusting. That's right. He, he has a smile on his face when he's disgusted. At least, the the according to Greg, that's what what ends up happening. I I can imagine Logan probably did because yeah. God knows what Logan has done in that house. Oh, this just very true. I, I can imagine. I can imagine that was probably the case as well. And Logan made a joke later on about Greg. Oh yes, he did. did. <laughs> uh, but like I said, so you have got this you've got the two of them who are just always just so very good together whenever they are on screen yeah. it's just absolutely electric i love what they were doing uh we, yeah. we get that one one really good scene well i'm sure we'll have some more as the season plays out and,
1: and uh, i don't know if you've read Nicholas Braun has done a ton of press because everybody wants to talk to him no, the guy sure, yeah. Plays Cousin Greg. Oh yeah, and he had mentioned that uh when they were at the Emmys, he sat next to Matthew McFadden and they held hands as they were both nominated uh, for you know best supporting right. actor and Matthew won and the first person he hugged was was Nicholas Braun and then and then Matthew's like, Oh, I guess I should hug my wife <laughs> well, And my- they said that they they have become very good friends. Oh, yeah. And they said they were both of them sobbing when the show ended.
0: Oh, I'm sure they were. Cause I mean, th- they
1: know they're not going to be this, you
0: know, tight anymore. Cause they,
1: you always hear these stories about like, you know, uh, Kendall, uh, K- Jeremy strong being disruptive right. and just being annoying. And then there's, you know, Tom and Greg in the corner in reality, giggling right, and laughing. Exactly. and
0: preparing <laughs> their scene. Yeah. Like I said, they're just so, they have just such great dynamic yeah. chemistry together. It's just wonderful to watch the two of them operate together. Uh, we also had the fourth child, Alan Ruck, and oh, uh, his beautiful, beautiful. I can never remember his date. It's, uh, his wife, his fiance's name. What is Willa. her name? Willa. Thank you. Uh, so they have not gotten married yet, but they are engaged, and they're discussing his presidential bid. And basically, he is running. I guess is like a third party candidate. It was what it appears to be. Uh, it's hard to tell. I think he's running as a Republican. That's just getting. Getting no movement because he's well, at one percent. Yeah, he, well, but the election's about to, ha- about to happen, so he he can't be a Republican candidate. But he may be a Republican, Is, but are, oh, have have they mentioned? I was about to ask: Are we sure he's not going to end up as VP? He might. I mean, that could uh, that could possibly be the case. But I got the intention. I got the my understanding of the impression. My impression of this episode was that the election was about to be done, uh, and so the, all that should we, be, all that should be. We like sure, decided. it's not the primary. I got the impression it was the actual election. Okay. Maybe I'm I wrong. I wasn't though. sure. On that. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But that was a funny scene, especially
1: with, with Greg. Like, wait, less than 1%? How do
0: you get less than 1%? <laughs> well, there's the decimals. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, like, they're talking. Alan
1: Ruck is so great.
0: Yes, he is. He's fantastic. And they're talking about, you know, how much money can you spend? You know, I'll spend $100 million and, like, that won't even get me, you know, that won't even win the election. That will just get me in the conversation as if he spends all yeah. this money. And like I said, it's just because he is just the oddball of the entire of the entire yeah. family. And, you know, he's trying to, like, find a way to, like, get in the conversation without spending any more money. So he goes to Willa and he's like, you know, what if we just have this weird wedding? And, you know, she's like, ah, I'm not so sure about that because he's... You know, it's it's for for women. Their wedding day is yeah. like something they've been dreaming about their entire life. They don't want to be a political stunt. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, I love yeah, I think their
1: wedding. Maybe the next. It's either the next. It's either episode two or three.
0: It should be yeah. It should be coming up soon. I'm not exactly sure where, but it should be coming up soon because
1: because I think it says Connor's wedding or
0: something like that on the on the episode title. Let's okay see. Then I bet it is coming up. Oh,
1: the rehearsal is the second episode, and Connor's wedding is three.
0: Okay, so we'll be spending a lot of time with with them over the next couple of episodes.
1: because I'm going to tell you, man, Alan Ruck wasn't in the second half of this episode. I thought, my God, he's going to win Tyrion Lannister because he was oh, running he, away. I with know he was doing great. On.
0: I know <laughs> he was. He was. He was just fantastic. And this, he wasn't in a whole lot, but he was fantastic. And we'll probably see yeah. quite a bit more of him in the next two episodes. So, oh, I think so. Ah, uh, but. So we finally get to the meat of this, and this is when the bidding war starts because the the three kids they get on the plane. I love the 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 scene where they are like getting ready to board the plane. Where uh, I guess it was Sid that called, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's uh. Who was Carrie. It the, Carrie. Thank you. It Carrie. was Carrie. I always get sitting Carrie confused. Uh, Carrie calls Roman on the phone and like they're negotiating oh a phone call. Like they said, this is just what this family yes. is. They're With negotiating a phone some of the some call.
1: funniest lots I've ever heard. Uh, including we've never licked his big <laughs> omelet nipples. <laughs> oh my God. I almost ate an omelet this morning. I don't, I'm kind of glad I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. That's good. We're probably get the idea that you did not. So, Uh, But like I said, I love that scene where they're getting on where they're just negotiating a phone call. I mean, that's just what they are because, you know, his dad wants his children to recognize his birthday and they're not wanting to recognize it. And he doesn't realize where they're going because they're getting ready to board a plane. They're boarding a plane to go meet with Nan Pierce so that she can, they can try to basically steal this, this sale out from under his nose. And that's, for the most part, that's what they do. And now, yeah. Now, here's the deal. This show, the one thing we haven't learned, if you haven't learned about this show, nothing is done until, like, the paperwork is actually signed. Yeah, and that's true. So, like I said, they may, they may have, like, been victorious for now, but there is a chance that all this will just kind of blow yeah, up in their they faces. they don't have the money. No, they don't have the money. They don't have the money at all. Uh, that's what this TELUS guy is for. He's, like, the money right. guy. So, like I said, I'm not sure how much they're supposed to be contributing, but I know— when the Gojo sells, that's how they're getting some of their money. This is this is the the financial part of this. Sometimes gets lost on me. <laughs> I'll just yeah, be perfectly same. honest with you. But uh, that part of it, I at least know, is that they're some of this money will be pulled from yeah. when they have the Gojo sale, and the others will be coming from these financial backers that they have, uh, who are supposed to be kind of footing the bill for this thing. So, uh, but like I said, it, it creates this great scene where you've got. Uh, the Pierce family, who are, and she is just like, she doesn't like this. Uh, Sherry Jones, incredible work with yes, Just really man. good stuff. we last time when I saw her, or we saw her, was in uh Poker Face. Poker face. So that was, now it's fun to see her again. Mm-hmm. And she's just doing a really fantastic job of portraying this. Oh, I don't, I, I, I kind of get the feeling she's kind of fibbing here. I think she kind of likes being, you know, bid it over I'll just be perfectly honest with you. Oh,
1: I think so too. Yeah. I don't but I think she did not want to sell to Logan.
0: She was trying to come up with the reasons not to sell to No, Ellen. I think so too. I don't think she wanted to sell to him at all because she knew what was going what he was going oh, to do. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And when somebody when the kids brought on a, a camera proposal, I think she was very willing to listen, even if she was saying at first she was not willing to listen. So yeah.
1: but what I like is Oh i also like will also like that scene and I apologize for it. Really no, I love the other Pierce you know the the siblings, the grandkids right. looking in the background, excited because I'm like, I bet you are. You're about to get a billion
0: dollars, <laughs> probably every one of you. That's right. Whenever whenever they whenever the sale gets finalized, they're getting some money from it as well. So they're yeah. just kind of like, oh right, yeah, hey, just keep driving that price tag up. We are more oh, than yeah, happy yeah. to see you do that. So, uh, but they do end up. They basically end up stealing this sale from from Logan because they decide to go all the way up to ten billion when he was wanting to when he was wanting to buy this thing for six billion, and they do what they and like you said it's it's an ego boost for them. You can see the you can see how oh, yeah. just proud they are of themselves, especially when when Logan calls them up and basically berates okay. them for getting he the final is. numbers. He says. He's pissed. Oh yeah, he is, and that, they know he's pissed. And that's what they wanted. That is exactly yeah. what they wanted. And even yeah. Roman at this point is kind of in on it. Once it kind of becomes real that they they yeah. might actually do this, Roman kind of comes around to okay, let's go ahead and do this thing. Uh, so they get their moment in the sun. They 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 swoop in and they steal you know what their father wanted. And but again, like I said, until this thing is actually the 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 eyes are dotted, the T's are crossed, mm-hmm. I, I'm not willing to think that this thing is anywhere close to being over. Especially also when there is an angry Logan Roy involved. Right. And we'll see what what this leads to in the coming weeks because there yeah. will obviously be a confrontation as they're getting ready to they'll all converge on on Connor and Willow's wedding. That's where yeah. they'll all they'll finally get to meet face to face and I'll yeah. I i can not wait to see how those dynamics play out because it will always and, be basically that will that will trump everything else that's going yeah. on. And let's mention, just
1: real quick, one of the worst roasts I've ever seen, where Logan asked for people to tell jokes specifically about him. Yes. Greg attempts, and then we find out that Greg's father was a prostitute, right. a male prostitute. <laughs> My God. But also, everyone knows, I'm not going after Logan. Yeah, boy. I know. This man is vicious. He has no sense of humor. Right
0: i mean that's what i mean that's the thing i mean he says he he, he can take it but yeah. no he can't he can't take it and no, that's the reason why nobody wants to do it. it that's the reason nobody wants yeah. to roast him so uh,
1: carl seems like the type that would have a hundred dad jokes and stuff just ready to oh, go yeah. but
0: but uh, he didn't he did not choose to share no. any of those with us so that was a little bit of a disappointment on his part but uh like i said it's a it's a good episode great episode i, I enjoyed it thoroughly Uh, it should make for a fantastic final season of this show. Uh, So it'll be fun to watch, see how it plays out. So Uh, anything else we can talk about before we do our awards? Uh, Okay. So do we think, uh, let's talk about the final scene with Shiv and and Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So, because this is what I expected to kind of end when they got to the basically when they were kind of congratulating themselves. That's where I expected to end yeah, but she, goes, I she goes back to her apartment and we get kind of an emotional scene here between mm-hmm. Shiv and Tom where the two of them are obviously at odds. They haven't been around each other a whole lot. Uh, she's coming to pick up some clothes. Tom has been asleep. Uh, she wakes him up and they have just. It's not a screaming match, but it is very mm-hmm. much a tension-filled argument that they are having about each other, about, you know, what they've done, about basically Tom's sex life at this point, what it has become. And you can kind of feel like Tom is holding back, and then he he really yeah. – when he says, you know – Something about like, do I need to like talk about the pain that in this right. relationship or something? we calls like that. each other, yeah. Uh, because then that kind of hits home with her, like, yeah, cause she's the one who kind of started all this mess, right?
1: Yeah, and I thought for a second she was going to be turned on by him, right? Ha- having models at the house, C- kind of like what happens on J- Yellowjacket yeah, yellow we yeah. just talked about, but uh, I-, I thought we were going down that road because I could easily see shiv being that
0: way oh yeah i, I could see that as well and because part, she even mentions tom looks good yeah and it's it, part of it could be that she was but there was a bit of a power mm-hmm. play here because she wants to because he mentions that you know do you want me do you want to make love together yeah. and she turns and she turns it down that it could have been that she actually was but she uses it as a as mm-hmm. a something to hold over him so i don't i don't right. know I, i'd be but, interested to see how that plays out mm-hmm.
1: he did do, they don't leave she doesn't kick him out and they kind of sit there holding hands right. in the bed. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you. I think their relationship is going to be the big factor over this season. And I, I'm not so sure they're done.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'll be interested in what they do with it. Because I feel like based off of what we've seen in this episode and what we saw in the coming up on uh, for the season preview, yeah. it really feels like their, their relationship is going to kind of take center stage throughout a, mm-hmm. uh, a big portion of this. Real quick before we get done, uh we both talked about on our Patreon episode, uh, that we kinda felt like Logan has to die at some point in this season. Do yeah. you still feel that way after the first episode? I do. I yeah. Do. I do too. I, I, I don't see how they can end this season without him passing right. away. So maybe they do, maybe they maybe they maybe they have some other way of getting out of it, but I just don't see how they how they can. So All right. Anything else we need to talk about? I think we're in for some awards. I think we are too. So let's do our awards real quick. All right. Here on the main attraction podcast, whenever we are doing a, uh, middle of a season of a show, we do three weekly awards. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who'd you go with?
1: I'm going with Mac- Matthew McFadden and, uh, Sarah Snook. I thought they were really, especially that last scene. they, they really, uh, were the lead of this episode?
0: Yeah, I went with Maxie McFadden, but yeah, I could throw Sarah Snook in there as well. I mean, they were they were kind of the focal points because basically yeah. all the negotiating was going through them because they still have significant really relationship left. And, then, and then that
1: heartbreaking scene at the end.
0: So. Yeah, really good stuff from them. absolutely really good stuff from them. So yeah. the Agatha all along, the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? I'm going with the negotiations uh,
1: scene because one, you had Cherry Jones playing both sides. Yes. Yeah, that was that was a delight to watch, and then, you know, the kids won and Logan left pissed. So yeah, that was interesting, and the ramifications will be felt all season long.
0: Yeah, it was those were good. I, I went ahead and went with Shiv uh, and Tom scene at the end. I th- went with that one. Yeah. I thought that one was uh, really good.
1: Yeah, I can see
0: that. Uh, the if you come to the king, you best not miss your best line of the week. It honestly should be the omelet nipples, uh,
1: <laughs> but when logan tells tom if we're good we're good i, I that one is just interesting to me because you just it says a lot but it says n- it little says, you know yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know man
0: yeah i went with basically the entire like boarding the plane scene them from all my lines those were just some oh, yeah. those were just some fantastic lines that were being uh laid there the some of the yes. best lines we had in the entire season uh the entire series of the show so uh, oh, yeah. that's where i went so all right, rating time. Here on the main attraction podcast, whenever we wrap, uh, whenever we're covering a show, we do our rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Beneath Game of Thrones is The Lost, middle of the road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is a Full House, and the bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. After this first episode of the fourth season, what are you giving this show?
1: There's no reason not to give this Game of Thrones. This, this every season has been Game of Thrones, and this looks like right where we left off. And I I don't see how I would be shocked if they don't land this correctly.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I would be really surprised if they don't land it correctly as well. And I'm with you. I'm we're. I'm giving this a Game of Thrones as well. It's been a Game of Thrones since yeah. it began and it is a Game right. of Thrones now. So. And
1: shout, shout out to Mark Mylod, who was the director, who we know yes. from The Menu a fantastic yes. movie on HBO Max if you haven't watched.
0: Yeah, so go watch it if you haven't watched it. But it, it, very, it was really is, good.
1: He is very skilled at doing dark comedy.
0: Yeah, he is. He's very, he's very good at it. So. Now, real quick, uh, how will we be covering this show? As of right now, we don't have plans to come back to it until the end of the season. Uh, we will definitely do a season
1: we
0: we reca- may do a mid we may do we may do a mid-season recap uh, however if we have a whole bunch of people tuned into this episode we'll, we'll revamp so if, if there's a if there's an audience for this uh for uh the show then we'll definitely will be covering it uh but we also know right now that there's going to be 8,000 different podcasts covering yeah. this show So that's that's one of the reasons why uh, We're just kind of waiting and see on it So uh, definitely we'll be doing a Season end recap, possibly doing A mid-season check-in uh, But we'll just kind of, we're going to be kind of Playing it by ear, so we, it won't be the last yeah. episode We do on it, but we'll right. uh, So we'll be talking about, it. we just don't know how often I'm talking about it just yet, so All right, uh, real quick, we want to talk about another show that we talked about last week. That is the uh, second episode of Ted Lasso, because we both love that episode just so very, very much. We just wanted to kind of recap it real quick. So uh, if you haven't seen the second episode of Ted Lasso, you might want to just go ahead and turn us off right now and catch back up with us after you've seen it. Real quick, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Man, I thought I was a... Maybe a little hard on the first episode. This second episode was one of my favorites in the series. From start to finish, it was incredible. Every complaint I had in episode one, it was the total opposite episode <laughs> two. It was hysterical. It did not linger on. It was fifty minutes. I could have watched another hour yeah. of this. I thought the plot, even the stuff I thought, like Higgins and stuff that I thought was kind of annoying in the, mm-hmm. in the episode before, I thought he worked extremely well. Right, Everything worked well. Roy Kent was incredible, especially that last scene with Roy and, and Ted. I was just like, man, chef's kiss. This is like this is what you want from Ted Lasso. Also, you had beard with the shrieking every oh, yeah. time <laughs> when he found out Roy and Keely were broken up and all that. Yeah, you had Jamie Tart like mm-hmm. looking di- becoming different. We've got a new person in Zaza. Uh, fantastic scene from Rebecca negotiating mm-hmm. with him and getting her revenge. Man, it was just perfect. Man, they they nailed this episode, and it makes me feel so much better where we're heading in season two.
0: Yeah, I love I love this episode. It was just absolutely, it was wonderful. I mean, one thing I said is like this isn't a, really a laugh out loud type of show. I was laughing out loud through was many, too, yeah. many parts of this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was funny. It was it was fun. Uh, the just you know the things that we've kind of come to expect from this show, they were hitting it on Mm -hmm. all cylinders and throughout the course of this episode, uh, I will say the only thing I will kind of ding them for, uh, we haven't gotten a whole lot of soccer in the show. We, we got some soccer in this and the soccer looks bad. I'll just go ahead and tell
1: you. It it didn't look great. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It it didn't look, look, that's kind of the, the problem of every sports centered type of show or movie. Whenever they actually start to show the sport, it doesn't always look real good. I, I didn't see it, but that show about the Lakers that you watched, I heard yeah. that that was one of the reasons why that show was so good is because they did the basketball well, really that, well.
1: Well, the guy who played Magic was a former college basketball player, so that, was that
0: helped. Okay, yeah, yeah that, that definitely does help. So, But yeah, the, the soccer was not just real good on, yeah. on this. But nevertheless, outside of that, I don't really, I couldn't tell you a single complaint that I had about that episode. It was uh, just. I'm with you,
1: man. Oh, and I love. Ted and Roy uh discussing Hallmark. Oh yeah, the Hallmark movies at the end. That was just fantastic. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I tell you another thing, we haven't brought this up. Trent Krim coming back yeah. and writing the book. That was genius move by them adding him because he adds so much because you could see him reading what people are saying. Mm-hmm, right. And like he's he's figuring out and like i said when he he realized that you know they were getting zaza i think it was zaza wasn't zaza
0: or zaz or something like that yeah I can't remember. yeah
1: it was like they were getting him to get back at rupert and and rebecca's like yes and he was like oh i like that <laughs> you know that was i just like that and, and i like how you know him and roy had their moment and trick Crim just the way he looks at ted yeah you know he, he he always says look, and i t- I think this. I, th- I think at the end of the show, it's going to be an excerpt from Ted's from Trent Crumb's book, maybe
0: read by Ted. Yeah, I can that about too. Ted. One of the things I like. One of the, the most critical and probably crucial points of this entire episode, I think that for the entire series as well, is. When Trent Cram walks in that locker room and they're getting ready to discuss, you know how they can come back and possibly win mm-hmm. against Chelsea. And sorry, Brian, hey Dad, I know you would not have didn't like seeing your your, your beloved Chelsea Lions <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, not do so well there in the second half of that uh, that game. But uh, you probably I don't even know if you watch it as dead last. I'd be honest. He but, doesn't right now. Yeah. Uh, he, why does he not watch that? He needs to be watching this. I don't know. Uh, but anyway. Uh, one of the things I thought that was uh, really important to this show is when Trent Krim comes into that scene he pulls Roy out and he gets onto Roy I mean he like yeah. he gets in his grill a little bit and I thought I that agree. was really really important for the show
1: I thought so, too, man, because uh, Ted was like, your ego is going to lose this team. Right.
0: And like I said, that was t- – because we haven't seen that from Ted at any no, point we have in this. No, not at all. And yeah. like I said, it was really important, I think, to see that because that is him understanding we've got to win. And, he, and also, I mean, he likes Trent Krim, and he wants him to be able to do yeah. his job. So, I mean mm-hmm. – Like I said, just so many good things about that uh, about that episode. It was a
1: fantastic episode, so I feel good about where we're going in Ted Lasso, and I can't wait for Wednesday.
0: Yeah, so we will. uh, Like I said, we we may end up doing uh, a mid season check in on that, and then uh, we'll definitely do an end of the season wrap up on it whenever it comes to an end. uh, But we also may do a mid season check in on it as well. So, anything else you want to share before we head off? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.